Welcome to the Fit Pro Industry Podcast. Lisa and Lutra Grisali are the founders of Exercise and Nutrition Works Incorporated and the creators of the Certified Fitness Nutrition Specialist CEU Accredited Home Study Program. They are business coaches focused on helping personal trainers, coaches, health practitioners, and fitness industry experts monetize their nutrition knowledge with a proven system to convert prospects into high-paying clients. Create custom meal plans based on the individual and automate their business to add an additional $10,000 per month. To get a copy of their groundbreaking ebook, Seven Proven Steps to Fill Your Nutrition Practice, and the Seven Most Common Mistakes to Avoid, that will work hand in hand with this podcast to help you transform your business, go to http colon backslash backslash monetizeyournutritionknowledge.com. On the podcast, Lisa Crisali talks with industry experts, sharing insider secrets and cutting-edge programs that are working today. And now, here is your host, Lisa Crisali. Welcome to the Fit Pro Industry Podcast, where we have candid conversations with leaders in the health, fitness, and wellness industry. This is your host, Lisa Crisali, and I'm the co-owner of Exercise and Nutrition Works, Inc., and the Monetize Your Nutrition Knowledge Convert, Create, Automate event, which brings together business owners and entrepreneurs, creating custom solutions and monetizing their nutrition systems. I'm very excited to bring a very special guest today. This is Lisa Doherty, and I'm going to share some really, really unique things that she's doing in our industry. Again, for those of you listening, you're going to want to take notes on this because she's got a phenomenal resource that I'm very, very excited to share with you. So let me give you a little bit of background on Lisa first before we get going. So Lisa is a graduate of the University of California, Irvine Fitness Instructor Program, and she went on to get her certified personal trainer and health coach certifications through the American Council on Exercise. She has many other specialty certifications which she uses to work with those with medical conditions, post-surgical rehab, as well as pre- and postpartum fitness. And she's also the founder of the Medical Fitness Network. So you guys take good notes here. The MFN is a free online resource directory for consumers to locate fitness and allied healthcare professionals who are interested in working with those with chronic disease, medical conditions, or those with women's health issues. The MFN donates its services as a national database management company to medical health organizations that do not offer resources for locating fitness and allied health care professionals who are interested in working with their populations. You're going to be able to learn more at medicalfitnessnetwork.org, and of course, it will be posted on the podcast page as well. Lisa, are you there? I'm here. A great introduction. Thanks, Lisa. Fantastic. Thank you. I'm so happy we're able to finally get this scheduled. I know you have a crazy schedule. I've been traveling, and so yes. I'm really happy we're able to fit this in today because I really want to share not only, obviously, your story, but also this amazing resource that you have put together. And so before we go into that, I'd love for you to share with our listeners what really inspired you to get into the health and fitness industry. Sure. Well, when I graduated from high school, I got into the securities industry, stocks and bonds, and I was in that industry for about 15 years and had an opportunity to go back to school and do whatever I wanted. And I went back to school because I was really interested in fitness and exercise and health. My father was a, well, three-time cancer survivor at the time. So I was very interested in working with people with health challenges and exercise. And what was really cool about the program at UCI, it was taught at a teaching medical university. So I got to work with cadavers, which isn't the norm in the fitness industry, and be in a place where there's doctors. So there was definitely 
definitely a spin on you know, medical fitness, if you will. And this was 18 years ago, and it was very young profession or unknown profession at the time. So when I graduated, you know, my interest was working with people with health challenges. So a lot of my clients were breast cancer survivors. Uh, I think it's mostly women that hire personal trainers versus men. And, you know, as the years went on, I became very well known in Orange County for working with people with special needs or, you know, who needed special services. And as those people would find me, I would add to my resume, you know, more courses to help them. You know, my mom has MS. Do you work with people with MS? Sure. And I would take a course on, you know, MS. I actually had the founder of the National Fibromyalgia Association find me online and ask if I knew anything about fibromyalgia and would I take her on as a client. So I did some research, found a course, took her on as a client, and kind of built my resume over the years by all these people finding me wanting help with fitness and exercise. So that's my background in the fitness industry. I've been in Orange County 18 years doing this, and I love what I do, and I train people from, you know, 10 years old to, you know, 80 years old. So I really enjoy being in the health and fitness industry. What a career. And, in fact, you're in my old stomping grounds. I know University of Irvine very, very well, and it's such a great area. And, of course, people are very health conscious there, and it sounds like you're in the right spot. So let's sort of go right now into what it is that you love the most about what you do. You know, I think it's really special to help people that, you know, again, have a health challenge. And I think of the breast cancer survivors that I work with, for example, and I'm seeing them, you know, post-mastectomy surgery. Maybe some of them had chemo radiation. And, you know, they want to take their life back and they want to, you know, go out and date afterwards or, you know, enjoy life and the second chance. And they, you know, really don't know what to do. They're afraid that, you know, that they may hurt themselves. You know, a lot of them may have a lymphedema after the surgery and they just don't want to go to 24-hour fitness and, you know, work out with any trainer. And it's really wonderful to work with these women and how determined they are after what they faced and survived to go and take their life back and feel strong and healthy and love themselves and their bodies again and, you know, get back to work. And that's been very rewarding for me, working with that population. But I've worked with schizophrenics, for example, and people that are bipolar with mental health issues. And it's just all those are just really fun challenges. To me, the more challenges they face, the more interesting client it is for me, and the more I enjoy the research and taking them to a better place. And they're so grateful, these people, because they don't know where to start or where to go. And I have found that very rewarding in my life to change so many people's lives in a positive way. Wow, that's great. Yeah, really affecting some change for them. That's fantastic. What do you see as some of the most common mistakes that clients make when trying to achieve their health and fitness goals? You know, I guess probably any trainer would answer this way. When someone wants to, you know, lose weight for an event, you know, I'm you know, getting married, you know, or I'm going on a cruise, or I have a high school graduation, and, you know, they make all these extreme changes to try to look a certain way for an event in their life because that's not lasting lifestyle changes. And right. fitness isn't a three-month thing. It's a 12-month thing and a year-after-year year thing and bracing and making changes that are something that you could do forever and that you want to do forever. And I really focus on, you know, not doing something short-term but enjoying fitness for what it is and how you feel and how it carries on into every part of your life. And as you age, that's so important to build a fitness foundation, you know, now or I guess at any age, really. Yeah, absolutely. So what 
technique perhaps or is there a process that you use that you wish more people knew about? I mean, is there something that you do that's very unique for you? You know, I think what's really unique for me is just my education and all the specific coursework I've done on different medical conditions and, you know, learning about the progression of the diseases, the pathology, the pharmaceutical management, any surgical interventions, whether it be from joint replacement to, you know, cancer to, you know, pharmaceutical management of cardiovascular disease. And I think having all that knowledge really helped me design uh, safe, progressive fitness programs that people can feel challenged, feel like they're progressing no matter where their state of health starts at. So I would say that would be a unique thing about me. Yeah, I think that's pretty unique. I mean, again, you have really, really specialized. And for those listeners that are on board here, again, this is a very unique way that you set yourself out apart, right? And yeah. so you take it upon yourself. So that's, that's extra study, extra time to really add those in there. And, again, making you well-known, as you mentioned, in the area. And, again, this is a really great resource because, again, there are a million – I mean, there's just so many – trainers out there. We believe in abundance. We believe there's plenty to go around. And understanding how you can set yourself apart, which is what will naturally attract the right clients to you. You know who your client base is. You're really clear about that. So I appreciate that. Well, you know, it's interesting. My client base should be a lot of the fitness industry's client base because I don't know if you know these stats, Lisa, but there's, you know, 80 million baby boomers. I'm one of them. I'm going to guess that you're one of them. And I'm on the tail end. And that's the largest segment of our nation, and it's aging. And it's also the largest segment of our wealth. Even though we're 30% of our population, we're like 45% of the wealth. And this age group is, we're going to live longer than our past generations, our parents and grandparents. And, you know, thanks to, you know, medicine, we're going to have a long life that we face so many different issues. According to the CDC, 80% of that 80 million has at least one chronic disease or medical condition. I was just astounded to learn that. And 50% or more, the baby boomers have two or more chronic diseases or medical conditions. And that's really who can afford the personal trainer. I mean, if you think about how much a personal trainer charges a session, you know, we're like a car payment to someone each month. And if you really want to build, you know, a 40-hour work week and target people that can afford your services, it's the baby boomers. That's who's hiring the trainers, and they're having joint replacements or they're pre-diabetes or, you know, they have arthritis. And that's really where I feel that, you know, the fitness industry needs to get educated and focus on the largest growing segment of our nation. Yeah. In fact, I'm going to use this as a great segue into sharing what you have developed, and I think it kind of stems from all of that information you just shared, which is the Medical Fitness Network. I'd love for you to just talk about that for a little bit, you know, really how it came about, and and then we can take it from there, how that came about. Oh, sure. It's actually kind of a fun story. So, you know, sharing my background with you, and, you know, I have a pretty great website because I came from corporate America. I was very business-minded when I started my personal training company, and I found that my website, I was getting emails and phone calls from all over the United States asking if there was a trainer like me near them. You know, my daughter has type 1 diabetes in Washington, D.C. Do you know anybody like you there? You know, my mom's a breast cancer survivor in San Jose, California. Is there anyone like you there? And I was wondering, where are all these fitness professionals, why is everyone coming to my website? It was kind of funny. 
And I thought, well, gosh, I don't think trainers, you know, a lot of them don't have websites or maybe they'll have an eight or a ten-page website and they don't have enough SEO that even if they had my education, people aren't finding them. So, I mean, my dream was, you know, I'd really like to create a registry of all these trainers so that people can find them. And at the time, I would call the education companies where I took all my courses and I asked, you know, did you sell a course in diabetes in Washington, D.C.? I have a lead for somebody. And so for several years, I was kind of, you know, connecting all these people. It was kind of funny. So the real reason why this project, you know, kind of got off the ground was because of two doctors from UCI that I've worked with over the years. One was the CEO of the medical center and the dean of school of medicine, and one was head of orthopedics. One of them sat on the board of the National Arthritis Foundation for the last nine years. And they decided a few years ago when they took on a new CEO that they were going to drop all their resources for exercise on their website. And these two doctors knew from working with me that obviously people that have chronic disease, medical conditions throughout the United States are interested in exercise. They're emailing and reaching out to me. They felt it was a shame that the Arthritis Foundation was going to drop their resources for exercise. And I don't know what you know about them, but they're the largest nonprofit medical organization in the United States, and they service 50 million people. They get 11 million unique visitors a year, and they were going to drop all their resources. So we approached them, John did, and offered to them, well, what if we, you know, reach out to the fitness industry and we created a directory of fitness professionals for you? And we screened them and maintained the database and made sure it was current and helped with the website. Would you put resources back up for people with arthritis who come to your website? I think it took them all but 10 minutes to say, well, if you'll do all that work for us and maintain the database and, you know, do all the website work, sure, you know, we'll put it back up. So when we started this project, you know, we were going to, you know, donate all these services. And I said to the doctor, well, how do you see all this working out? And he says, well, we'll get college students from UCI to build the website. And maybe we can recruit from Fullerton to do this project. And I said, well, okay, that sounds good. I'm in. And he says, well, I'll need your help reaching the fitness industry. But since they gave us carte blanche on the project to create this resource directory for them, we decided that we would include all the other allied healthcare professionals as well in this directory. So we would include acupuncture, chiropractor, dietitians, health and wellness coaches, massage therapists, and so forth. And that's where David Cruz became involved, Dr. David Cruz. And what's really special about him is he's a former national men's gymnast, and he does all the athlete care for the Olympics. He'll be going with them to Rio next week. And through David, he knew the, you know, massage therapist that worked on Michael Phelps and the physical therapist that worked on Misty May, the volleyball player. So many of the founding advisory board members of the Medical Fitness Network were people from the Olympics, which is kind of fun. So everyone volunteered their time. We came together, and we decided, well, if we're going to create this resource directory for the Arthritis Foundation, we feel a lot of these professionals cross over and are educated in multiple conditions. Let's see how many other nonprofits out there, like the Arthritis, don't offer resources for exercise. And sadly but true, believe it or not, none of them do, including the American Heart Association, the American Diabetes Association, the Osteoporosis Association. I know. They all are now saying exercise is good, exercise and diet, and this is like within the last five years, but none of them direct to, you know, anywhere. And, you know, some of them try, but it's really hard to manage a database, and it's hard to keep it up to date, that all the links work, all the phone numbers work, and the liability. So we did some research, and we found out what the top conditions our nation, you know, faces, you know, which besides arthritis, you know, Alzheimer's, diabetes, heart disease, stroke, fibromyalgia, MS, Parkinson's. 
and we reached out to all these foundations and we donate our services to them as well to create registries of, you know, fitness professionals or other ones that offer services or have education in their diseases. And by doing this project, our website is now 2,300 pages in size, and we have 100 national businesses that support this project. And what does that mean? They all lend their resources, their staff. They send out emails to professionals letting them know that this registry exists and to please join it and be part of it. This project was featured by the Huffington Post in February in the health section about what we're doing. And most recently in May, we were acknowledged by the White House. We got an email from the President of the United States office acknowledging us for a champion of change in the United States in 2016 for all the work we're doing with all the nonprofits trying to get exercise as medicine. As you know, our nation's having a health crisis and an obesity epidemic, and we're trying to provide exercise and resources to all the nonprofit medical organizations in the United States and make it free for them. So that's what we do. Wow, that's a big, big project to bite off, huh? <laughs> yes, it has been. It has been. We've been at it for three years, and it's been volunteer-driven. I received no compensation from this project. That The two doctors that founded me made me the CEO of it, and because it's Medical Fitness Network, we're really anchored in fitness, but it's all the allied healthcare professionals that are part of this registry. And, you know, our goal is to donate this database and maintain it for 100 medical organizations in the United States and have this be the place where... Everybody goes to, and believe it or not, there's no registry like this in the United States. And what I mean by that is where you can search, I have diabetes, and I want, you know, a health and wellness coach, or I want a trainer, or I want a, you know, a yoga professional. There's nothing to search by what conditions that someone faces. Wow. Wow. Interesting. So I actually had found you guys. I don't even really remember how. I was doing a Google search or something, and I found the Medical Fitness Network, and I'm like, wow, like this is an incredible resource. And I started going through it, and like you said, it's extremely comprehensive. And I reached out, and this is really how we got connected because, obviously, we serve the health and fitness industry, and, you know, we would just love to bring this all together. And then we started to talk and learning more about your, really, this as a passion project, but how can we help support this? And where do you see this project going? Wow. You know, it's pretty amazing. I'd like to keep it just in the United States, but, you know, it's interesting. We've had people in, you know, Canada want to join our network and, you know, bring this into Canada. But right now I want to keep it in the United States. But we would just really like this. We're kind of like an Angie's List or, you know, here's a Facebook page of the professional where these professionals can really represent themselves and have it paid and, you know, get the credibility of being part of this registry and the online exposure And I see us interfacing with all of these organizations and even adding content because a lot of them are very interested in, you know, why does exercise help if you have Parkinson's? They know that it does, but they would love, you know, articles and and content about that. So us, you know, the Medical Fitness Network contributing on all these websites and newsletters that go out to, you know, hundreds of thousands of people, you know, there's sometimes millions of followers on these websites and, you know, this being the directory that services them all. That's our dream. That's our hope. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's extremely comprehensive and if you don't mind, I'm going to share with everyone and we're going to talk a little bit more about this, but I just want everyone to, you know, make sure you jot this down and as I said, it will be posted on the podcast page. So you can learn more about the Medical Fitness Network at medicalfitnessnetwork.org. And I have a special offer for you guys. 
So you have so kindly offered. It's actually, it is an annual subscription. Is that right? Or membership? I think it's membership is uh, the right word. We call it a membership because along with promoting your services, you get access to discounts on a lot of education. From the 50 education companies, you're going to be one that's on this platform. Absolutely. So you guys can get this discount, right, which will make it $49 for the first year. The code is ENW49. So E is an exercise, N is a nutrition, W is in works. ENW49. <laughs> I will post that on there, and that's just our special gift to our listeners. I'd love to just refer them there. You guys got to go to the site, check it out, you know, explore what you can see here, and come on board and let's help build this and help support. And again, I want to maybe have you share one more piece about this. So as we share and bring our health and fitness experts on board as members, then as I was explained to me, the the ADA or the Alzheimer's and all the other organizations that you're associated with, they're going to actually refer to the trainers, correct? Yes. They refer to this registry. We're on a lot of their websites right now on multiple pages. We work with them to play strategic ads for Medical Fitness Network throughout their website, and it all directs to a private page on our website because we track stats from all of these foundations because they're curious about the visitors. What are they interested in? Because you have to realize that for many decades, all of these foundations, you know, had ads from pharmaceutical companies or sponsored by pharmaceutical companies and raising money for the cure, and now they're like, okay, well, we have to help the people that have it right now, and we know diet and exercise helps, you know, prevent, treat, and rehabilitate just about any disease that we have and the power of exercise and diet. And, boy, you have a long list of these associated, and I want to make sure I get the terminology right, so... The organizations, I guess it is, right? The organizations and foundations? The medical and health organizations that we support, and we have many that we're onboarding right now. So we're really excited about working with them. And our goal is to grow this list to 100 because we have 100 businesses supporting us, and we thought it would be fun to then in return give away our services to 100, you know, medical organizations and, you know, be a champion of change in 2017 and be acknowledged by the White House again. That would be very cool. Yeah, I think so. This is really amazing. So this is obviously a, a huge passion project for you. And if you could just sort of share it, and I know you, there's two components to what you do, right? You have your own personal training business and you have this passion project. But between the two, just if you could share with our listeners some of the challenges that you face, and it, it can be on either end, that doesn't matter. But for someone who, you know, is listening in, you'd like to talk about this. So what would be a challenge that you face in business? Just one or all of them? Just kidding. Well, <laughs> it's part of being in business, well, right? Uh, well, you know, there's probably like a few that come to mind, and probably the simplest and funniest is transitioning from personal trainer to the CEO of the Medical Fitness Network. And, you know, before I did this call, for example, I just trained a client. She's 78, and she brought her 8-year-old granddaughter to the workout. That was as cute as a button. And so I did a partner workout with an 8 and a 78-year-old, and I then transitioned to a podcast where I'm getting interviewed as the CEO of the Medical Fitness Network. So making that mental change between, you know, each hat that I wear has been very interesting for me. And just creating balance in my life. You know, I'm teaching others to have balance in their life and how important it is to exercise every day, well, i got to turn that on me every day and say, okay, I know you're doing this job and wearing this hat. 
you too have to practice what you preach and carve out that time to whatever, work out, go for a run, you know, walk the dog, whatever, and have that balance in your life because it's easy to not. And then I'm guilty of all my clients that, you know, and them not, you know, they don't do it, and that's why they hire me. So maintaining the balance, I say, would be very, and I'm sure everyone faces that challenge, no matter what their career is, whether they're in the fitness industry or in corporate America. So that's not just special to me. And, you know, I work many hours, like I shared with you before we started this phone call. And, you know, just taking time out for my family and my friends. And, again, I'm sure that's a common thing that we all face in our life. And, you know, again, I just lost my dad to pancreatic cancer. I think I may have shared that to you when we first met back in May. And, you know, life's really precious. You don't know if this is your your last summer, your last week, your last day. And I'm sure on our deathbed, none of us will wish that we worked more. So, you know, creating balance in life, taking care of yourself, number one, those would be my challenges. Yeah. And, again, like you said, we all face them. And as an entrepreneur and when you're a business owner and you've got, you know, passion projects, et cetera, you know, it's a piece you have to figure out. It's so different from you know, working in a structured environment, right? Because there's mm-hmm. so many balls in the air all the time. And then what would you share as some of your greatest successes? Well, I would say the greatest successes would be that I created this network with no money. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> you know, we had no budget, no money, and a bunch of volunteers that were from all over the United States. So it's not even like we could all meet face-to-face, you know, each Monday at 9 a.m. for a team meeting. Yeah. So, you know, that's just a great accomplishment. But, you know, I guess what's even greater is, you know, ever since I was a little girl, I thought I was supposed to do something special. And my dad's always said, you know, one day I'm going to see you on TV. You're going to do something to change the world. You know, he was my biggest fan. And I would have to say that when I got that email from the office of the President of the United States, it was a week after my dad died, saying that I was a finalist for Champions of Change. I just couldn't believe that. So that's the greatest accomplishment. I'm so honored. I would never thought as a little girl I would do something the President of the United States would acknowledge me. That's pretty big. That's really awesome. (laughs) And yeah, sweet. Sorry, I got a little emotional there. I didn't know that was going to come out. But there you go. Yeah, well, again, this is you know, when you do something that you love, right, that's how you can tell, right? You can tell that this is, you know, you are incredibly passionate about it. You feel deeply and to get acknowledged at that level is really huge. So congratulations, and that's very, very special. Thank you. So, yeah, okay, so that's a great note to sort of start to wrap up with. What would you share with our listeners is, you know, the next action step for them? How, I mean, I know we shared the website. What can that, what can this medical fitness network component do for them, and how can they reach out to you if they have any questions? Sure. Well, the best page, I know you're giving them our home page, but if you go to, you know, medicalfitnessnetwork.org backslash welcome, That'll take you right to the page where you would use that code that you gave earlier, the ENW49. And when they sign up, you know what, take your public profile page seriously. So, you know, put a nice profile picture of you because, you know, the American Heart Association is going to look at it. The National Arthritis Foundation is going to look at it. Make a nice bio for yourself because physicians are going to look at it. Foundations are going to look at it. Patients are going to look at it. List all your education. And if you, you know, don't have a lot of coursework now, that's okay. Just join the registry, be part of it, and take some courses to add to your resume, make you more marketable out there to the baby boomers. That's, again, the largest segment of our nation and economy, 
and they are looking for these services. So educate yourself, stand out on our registry, and you're welcome to contribute articles within your specialty, and we send them out to all these foundations. We really push out great bios and people to all these foundations that stand out on our registry. So, you know, sign up and interact with us and get out there and start working with some people. Absolutely. This is an incredible resource. And again, for those of you listening, when you get on to this resource and when you become a member of this, again, it's another piece, another way to stand out and be recognized. And you have you know, partnered with some amazing organizations here. As I said, you guys can explore through the site and see you know, the Arthritis Foundation, the Breast Cancer Wellness Magazine, Sudden Cardiac Arrest Foundation. This is incredible stuff. And our listeners, I know, have services that would fit so beautifully in here. So I'm just very Absolutely. excited to share this with our listeners, to be able to share what you put together here. Lisa, I so appreciate your time today, and I can't wait for our continued work together. So you guys listening, yes. We're, yes. Yeah, we're doing some work together. I'm really excited about it, and that's why I wanted to share your message here. Oh, well, thank you so much for inviting me to be on this podcast, and hope that the listeners you know, check out the website and join this registry. Excellent. You guys heard it, so take action. Go do that. I'll say it one more time, medicalfitnessnetwork.org forward slash welcome, and then you can use the code ENW49 to get 50% off your first year. So can't wait to share that with everyone. It will be listed also on the podcast page. Lisa, thank you again for your time. I so appreciate it. Thank you, Lisa. I enjoyed being with you this afternoon. Thank you.